0: Welcome, everybody! Week thirteen Sunday night recap show. The waiver wire podcast presented by FanDuel, and let me just say, Jerry Ferrara is presented by the New York Giants football victory today. That I, that, I am presented by the Giants right now. Everything you are hearing, the sound of my voice, the energy, all that, I am riding high after a gritty, gutsy road victory. I am not alone. I am joined by a cowboy fan. Yes, I'm turning into an ass on, on the podcast right now. Jen Piacenti, how are you today? Tonight.
1: I am great, Jerry. I'm actually incredibly excited for you. Are um, you? I, thought of, I really am. I am because I was in, it was a fun game. I watched a lot of it and to watch them play and fight and, you know, good for you. You know, the Cowboys haven't played that hard um, and you are alone in first position as you should be right now. Um, so there's still some season left, you know, never know. Jalen Hurts could come out of the woodwork and, uh, really set this thing on its ear. But for the most part, I have to say, I was really excited for you. And I have, I have some questions for you about some of the things I saw today. Okay. I
0: got some questions for you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Piacenti, because I three, four weeks ago on this very podcast with you, we're saying Danny dimes is the best quarterback in the NFC East. And you were like, nah, 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 bro. Sorry, you're wrong. It's still Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz got benched today. He did. He got benched. And and Hurts came in and looked good and moved the ball and ignited the team.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to— I don't think we should go crazy for Jalen Hurts. He looked good. So did Andy Dalton when he came in, when Dak got injured. He looked good and moved the team, and we were all excited. So I think we have to, like— be reasonable about Jalen Hurts being a star. He's still a rookie. And here's the it difference. Is what it is. But I will agree that right now, Danny Dimes is looking like the best quarterback in the NFC East.
0: And he's injured. And he's injured. I know. Here's the difference with Dalton's situation as opposed to the, the Hurts situation. And I I'm, I don't know if Hurts is a good quarterback or not. I know he's right. a great athlete. I know he has a really good arm. I know he hit Jalen Rager in stride. I know he's electrifying. I know the team played hard. The difference is the Cowboys were playing decent on offense. They were playing great with Dak. There was no doubt who the best quarterback on the team was. There was not a doubt. There was not a question. And we saw it. Dalton came in against that that game versus the Giants and got the win and then fell apart after that. There is doubt. I'm not saying Hurts is better than Wentz, but... Wentz isn't moving the ball like Dak was moving the ball when he was healthy. Am I, is that proper to say
1: question about that? But I'm just saying anytime looking at somebody for a quarter and saying like, Oh, they look so much better. It's just premature. I mean, look what happened when Gardner Minshew went out now, which quarter they're on their third quarterback now, Mike Glennon. And, you know, so like, you know, you just have to, I don't, I think people need to understand. This was an exciting situation. I think Doug Peterson is a little bit at the root of this problem. He's not, I don't know what he's doing with this team. Why isn't he using Miles Sanders? I know the O-line's kind of beat up, but just the way he's using it, the play calling, it's, it's really bizarre. Um, and Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts did a good job today, but I'm not, I'm not sure that he is the next coming and he's going to fix them.
0: I'm not saying that. That's, that's a separate conversation. What I'm saying is the team with Carson Wentz Current, as currently constructed with, constructed with a ton of injuries i get it they've been one of the more injured teams throughout the year it ain't it it's not happening i'm not saying give up you're you're tied to the guy you got a massive contract with him but uh i did not like what i saw for and the packers are no 85 bears by any stretch so i don't like what i saw at the eagles offense with carson wentz
1: yeah i mean <laughs> I just, Holds I just the have ball this.
0: for a long time, takes risky throws. Like it just, I, I, I just don't, I, I am not scared of him. I, I'm no, there's no fear. And, and,
1: and most aren't, I feel like he's gotten beaten some fear into him without having the protection of the O-line without the better play calling this year. Like the whole situation has just been bad. And so putting Jalen hurts in there is a fresh spark. It is a way to look good. But I think that I don't know that you can say that Jalen hurts is going to be this. Like I said, somebody you want to go out and, and, Start in your fantasy lineups or play because he's so brilliantly talented. Um, um, he's he's talented, but he's a totally different kind of quarterback than than Carson Wentz, and maybe, maybe it's gonna work out. But I think what they really need to do is fix it at the top. I don't think just fixing, you know, putting in Jalen Hurts is gonna fix this Philadelphia Eagles team.
0: Look, I hear you. Again, not trying to say that that's the answer. And yeah, there's a lot of things going on, but uh, I just don't like what I'm seeing. Um. Okay. Before we really get started, there's so much to talk about. We're gonna get into seasonals. We're gonna get into our Fanduel contest, and we're gonna go around the league and just recap an amazing, crazy ass day of fantasy football. But I do have to say, Jen, before we go, and I'll, I'll get off the Giants victory until we get to that game when we go around the league. But my son, my little 19 month old baby boy, was a part of his first victory. He's been too, too young last year, okay? And up until this point, has not necessarily shown any form of an interest. And there was all this drama in the house, you know, I'm I'm in Cleveland where the in-laws are, huge Browns fans, all that. I've always taken the approach that, look, if he likes the Browns, I'm not going to get crazy upset. The Browns and the Giants are not a rivalry. They're not a thing. Right, right. There's no history there, right? So I've I've been very nonchalant about this whole Giants Browns thing. Like, if he likes the Browns, great. I mean, I'm gonna try to get him to root for the Giants. I'm not gonna force it down his throat. And I like the Browns. I think the Browns are fun to root for. I've gotten to know a lot of people in Cleveland. There are no better fans than Browns fans. Uh-huh. Like, if this if the Browns won the Super Bowl, I don't even know what that would 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 happen here. I really don't even know. Ah, uh, so that being said. I thought this was maybe a lost season for the Giants. You know, we're in a rebuild. We got young players, new coach. They're turning it around quickly. The Browns have been the epitome of consistency, and they kicked the shit out of the Titans today. And in two weeks from today, it's Giants-Browns. I I was not. I did not have it circled on the calendar as like, a, oh, we got to watch this. It's, I was almost ready to root for the Browns because I thought I'd be maybe going for a Giants draft pick. Now, now what do I do, Jen?
1: Um, I think that, uh, Bree should take over my spot for that podcast.
0: <sighs> no, she, she doesn't, you know what? She, she has no stamina. Okay. She, she'll like be involved with the game for a half and then she'll, she'll have a beer and then she'll be like, I need to take a nap. No, she doesn't have the football. She doesn't have football <laughs> legs yet. She's not in football shape just yet. Um,
1: I don't my know son, what, what Jersey are you going to dress your son in?
0: Oh, oh, th- see, this is what brought it all to the surface, right? I'm over here saying, ah, it's non-threatening. It's my team-in-law. If he wants to wear a Browns jersey, it's fine. It's cute, right? Like, it's the Browns. Right. Totally. Now, I'm in the hunt. <laughs> They're in the hunt. The Browns are a good team and threaten. Like, now, I if he's wearing a Browns hat or sh- jersey, that's going to really bother me.
1: I see. I can see that. Um, but you know, he—he's—is he old enough to make his own choices?
0: No, he is not. If I no. let him make his own choices, he would have literally did a backflip off the couch today and would have right. probably knocked himself out. So
1: then, Jerry, I think it's your duty as his parent to um, help him make the right choice. You know, children shouldn't be given too much decisions at a young age. He needs to be told what team he roots for. It's fair. It's like having rules and having boundaries and it will make him a better human being. So I think you need to step up and say, look, uh, we live in New York. Um, Dad's from New York.
0: But we're in Cleveland a lot. A lot, a lot.
1: Well, I think your wife should should make a plea as well.
0: See, the other reason why I was okay with the whole if he roots for the Browns thing is because I looked at it like, you know what? He has to root for the Knicks. Right, that's that's right. non-negotiable. He's not going right. to root for the Brooklyn Nets. He's not okay. going to root for the Cavs. If I'm going to be miserable, he's got to be miserable. Okay. Uh, which is a terrible thing to say as a parent. And then I'm like, well, the Browns, Knicks, there's a lot of similarities there. But now I'm thinking like, shit, I can't make him like the Knicks and the Browns. That's almost like too much sadness, potentially. I think,
1: I think he needs to pick a city and go with it. All right. So if he's already a Knicks fan, then he's either he's got to be a Giants fan, and then he's got to be a Yankees fan.
0: Well, here's what happened. Here's how he was involved. Okay. The first half was pretty boring, but like, if you like defense, it was pretty good. Like seeing what the Giants were doing, the Russ and how they were kind of holding containment.
1: Come on.
0: Bradbury's a monster, please. I I don't, is he locked up for a long time?
1: I don't know. We should pay pay, that man (laughs) his
0: money right now. I mean, DK Metcalf still had, you know, a good game. He's unstoppable for the most part, but I mean, Bradbury gave him all all you could give that dude. So pay that man, lock him up long-term, new favorite defensive player. But just as Gallman started to get going and then the Giants took the lead, I picked up Jacob and I'm like, all right, come on, we're going to watch this game. And I swear, I whispered in his ear, I'm holding him right here. He's up, we're like cheek to cheek and I whistle. I whisper, we need to, we got to pick off Wilson right now. And next play, interception. I feel like Jacob kind of, Same thing, like touchdown, like when they hand it off to Morris, I'm like, Morris needs to get in right now. Jacob, he needs to get in. We can't go. We can't be left third down. Boom. Touchdown. Jacob is involved.
1: Uh, And and you're starting this subconscious suggestion. You see these these messages at the young age. Mm -hmm. I feel like she may not be doing the same amount of work on her side for the Browns. So I I think you're putting in the work here. I think, I think he's going to make the right choice.
0: And then it all hit me like that last Super Bowl for the Giants. You know, Jacobs was a part of both Super Bowls. Brandon mm-hmm. Jacobs, Jacob. Now, like, I, it just Whoa. now, it feels it feels right. It feels wow. like it's happening. Uh, uh,
1: I mean, I got to ask you this. Wayne Gallman looking like a truck out there. I mean, so good. Do you think, uh, think the Giants might move Saquon?
0: oh I, okay wow you're going you're going like hot take I'm right okay you uh, everyone you know what selling. i'm glad we're doing this market it's sunday 8 22 p.m east coast just know when you wake up tomorrow you're gonna hear this conversation right but just remember we said it first because tomorrow morning every talk show is gonna be start is gonna be in new york's gonna say that Every national show, you know, they're better without Saquon. They don't need Saquon. It's like the Browns are better than... No, I don't think you trade Saquon Barkley. No. Um, It takes two running backs. That's painfully obvious at this point, unless it's Dalvin Cook or Derrick Henry. You need two running backs. Those two giant Super Bowls I mentioned, it was um, Jacobs and Bradshaw, and then it was Bradshaw and Ward. So... Uh, no, you, you don't. I
1: mean, I'm totally you do with that. you. I would keep the depth as well. But then the question is, does it mean they're going to be in a more sharing situation? Because Goldman's proved himself. So Saquon may not be valued as highly. And, and now Saquon's been injured quite a bit. He may not be the same Saquon when he comes back now that he's been through two pretty big injuries.
0: Well, now you're talking about this in a fantasy perspective or uh, a Giants both. fan perspective. Both. So both. on a fantasy perspective, look, Again, we know the running back situation is to have a solo, as you like to say, Bell Cow running back. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 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 dinosaurs. They're almost extinct. Like we're almost died. I think it's going to be Cook and Henry and you would have said Saquon before the injury like really might be the last two at this point. And then after that, I don't know if we see the you know, averages 26 carries a game situation, right. but um I, I do think that that may look. It may maybe it'll be easier on him. Maybe that'll be easier maybe. on Saquon's body, and maybe that'll be, you know, preventative. Uh, he's still so young, and we do know the shelf life of running back, so it's scary.
1: I know, but it, maybe it'll be like a Chubb and Hut situation.
0: All right, we're gonna save more Giants talk till we go around the league. I will end with this on the Giants, and I texted all my Jeff fans this, and this made me so happy. And there's one person in particular, my boy BT, Brandon Tierney. I love you. He's a great radio host, great sports personality. He's a dear, dear friend. he, you know, Tiki and Tierney, I've filled in for Tiki Barber before on the radio show. They ran Leonard Williams out of town. That's all I'm going to say. Jet fans, Jets media. I, I don't, maybe, yeah, maybe the coaching staff too. I don't know. They ran Leonard Williams out of town. Now, is Leonard Williams officially back as like a stud lineman? I don't know. All I know is it's now been like four weeks in a row that Leonard Williams has made huge plays. He was in Russell Wilson's pocket all game long. I tweeted out to my buddy Brandon, like, thank you so much for giving up and running Leonard Williams out of town. I think I think we'll hang on to him. And he's looking like he's having fun. He Oh, it was beautiful to watch. I loved it. When you could rush four... And not have to blitz. That was the spagnolo strategy to how he beat Tom Brady twice. Rush four and and just get some pressure up the middle and see what happens. So okay, I'm done, Jen. Sorry. I, You're you know what? I'm gracious. totally.
1: I, I'm totally happy for you. Like I think you should <laughs> enjoy this moment because you the, really the Giants are exciting in that we didn't expect anything from them, and sometimes. <laughs> That's when it's the best because you know, had low expectations and then they just keep exceeding them. It's exciting. Yeah, it's the NFC East, and but beating a team like the Seahawks, I mean, yeah, Seahawks are a little overrated, but doesn't matter. It's still a really big win. It's not just beating other teams in the NFC East.
0: And listen, I I, I I'm enjoying the moment. I'm taking the lap, but I'm no fool. It's they're five and seven. Okay, <laughs> even if they ran the table, it's still a nine and seven team. So I, I have no delusions of grandeur here. I know exactly what's happening. But a lot of people, even on Twitter, are like, "Wow, well, you know, you're winning these games. Why are you trying to do good, you know, get the draft picks? I'm like, first of all, it's not basketball, number one. Football and basketball, very different, okay? You only get so many first-round picks. First-round picks are starters. So I don't really see the difference unless you were looking for a quarterback like the Jags and the, the Washington right. and – the Jets, the Jets, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll be fine. That's going to be a top 15 pick. I'll be fine with it. Um, but I'm also a big fan of getting the young guys, like, valuable reps.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, they have to learn how to play. And that's, look, look your team, they deserve the props they get today. You, you're allowed to take this victory lap. They did it with Colt McCoy. And Wayne, they didn't do it with Saquon Barkley. They didn't do it with even Danny Dimes. They did it. They played hard. They played good defense, and not a single star on that team. I mean, Sterling Shepard is very good. You know, they're good players, but but not stars. No. And the other team had has verifiable stars: DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Russ Wilson are stars, and they won.
0: And look, New New York loves stars, obviously, but. That's like the on the surface version of New York fans, you know, similarly to like the 90s Knicks. Don't get it twisted. New York fans like a blue-collar team like this. Even when Jeter was young with the Yankees and like the in the early mid-90s, right? Like they didn't necessarily have star play. They had a lot of good players, you know, but it was much more of a blue-collar team uh Is that i, I the just Yankees
1: keep hanging on to brett gardner because well actually they finally let him go but, i know God.
0: but i mean uh, yeah Come he, on, what yes was that maybe that
1: was i wondering.
0: know i should have known not to bring up baseball jen's now gonna <laughs> start then, going i'm gonna a, go
1: down i'm to go down an alley no we're not gonna go down that road.
0: um i've ended the giants talk five times also you gotta love what you're seeing out of joe judge meaning how hard these dudes are playing for him <laughs> yeah and You know, they're not smashing watermelons or anything like uh coach McCarthy, I know, who's a Super Bowl champion, but you know, they got into the fight with the O-line coach a little bit. That O-line, at least the running, the run blocking portion of the O-line is doing some shit. Okay, this is now officially a Giants takeover podcast. We're stopping this right now. Jen, yeah. How is your seasonal situation. It's going. so
1: up in the air right now, Jerry. I hate it. I hate that there are still four games to play we're recording this during the Kansas City game right now. Um I need a big performance tonight from the Kansas City defense in Gotham Gridiron District. Mm-hmm. Um we're separated by about four points, myself and the person that's in fourth. Um I think he has the slight advantage because he has CeeDee Lamb and Jordan Reed to go. I have Michael Gallup and the Kansas City defense to go. So it could go either way. I did, the mistake I made was, and I think anybody would have made this mistake, and this is why there's, there's still always luck involved in setting your lineups. I didn't want to have too much exposure to the Jacksonville game. And I had DJ Chark, James Robinson, and LaVisca Chenault. And I decided that LaVisca Chenault was the one to bench. Even though I used him in my DFS video and said he's a great bargain, I think you should play him. I used him in DFS lineups. I decided in my seasonal to start Acres over him. Now, Akers did actually technically score more points than Chenault. However, DJ Chark... Did not so, but I mean, are you really going to start Lavisca Chenault over DJ Chark? It would be quite a risk, and there wouldn't be a lot of reason to do it. But going forward, maybe there is because we finally got to see if Mike Glennon stays under center that he and Chark do not connect. He tried to throw him the long ball; he wasn't. It wasn't good. Um, and DJ Chark is the deep threat, speedster. Uh, Lavisca Chenault, very gadgety, could do it all different ways. So I'm interested in Lavisca Chenault. I'm interested in. Uh, cam acres who did me right too
0: yeah i i i texted you was frustrating (laughs) i texted you at one point because uh and i think i am officially out of my high stakes cj mccollum i
1: think i'm gonna win my high stakes and make it to the playoffs not not the whole league yet but i'm gonna make it to the playoffs i'm not gonna be the outright winner is this the one
0: that if you win we're donating
1: no, that that's one, different. That one it is also up in the air because it's points. Um, so I don't know because I don't know who everybody else has to play. I have 160 points right now with two players left to go, Brandon Ayuk and Zeke, which is not exactly exciting, but I have to be in the top 10 point scores of 32 people. That being said, you got said, 160? And I have 160. That
0: so sounds pretty I, I might That sounds be okay. top ten. It. Yeah. I hope with two so. to go.
1: I, well, I had Darren Waller and it's a tight end premium. Um, but Justin Herbert killed me because it's yeah. there's all these special deductions, it's all the special scoring. And I had also had um who else did I have that a good game? Marvin Jones and somebody else had a big game. Today. I was but
0: all over Marvin Corey Jones. Davis. I
1: had Corey Davis.
0: Corey Davis was your call. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I did end up winning some FanDuel head to head money, which was cool. I did. Add, I went big. Tannehill and AJ Brown, who yeah. had the weirdest, most frustrating game. It ended up not being a total dud, but like could have scored. Fumbled twice. Left the game. I mean, can we just for one second before we get it even deeper? Michael Pruitt on the Titans, the tight oh end that you okay. looked at me like I totally um, looked at you Jerry. like you were
1: crazy. I was like, yes. don't do this. But I had to know if you put it in the million because. That was the craziest. I mean, that's the ultimate GPP play. When you have a call right. like that and you, you hit, I mean, that's when you take down a GPP. That's when you win the big money because, okay, we, we did found out later in the week after you said that Johnny was out. And I remember texting you and being like, oh, your call's looking a little better. And then everyone was on Ferksger. But actually, if you look at it, Ferksger actually shares all of his targets with the receivers in the slot. Yep. So it actually didn't benefit Ferksker. So that left... Pruitt, it, it looked better, better. However, two touchdowns, no, would not have called yeah. I, I give you total props for that. I don't know if you're a psychic or what, but I
0: just, um, I look, he has not played this year, really. And the few moments uh, I, yeah. and the few, I, I look deeply at like the few reps he got, he, I think of like his like seven targets, four of them were all red zone targets, one mm-hmm. was a catch for a touchdown. Uh, and I just thought like, I don't know. I just thought it was a worthy call at like $4,000. The touchdown catch would have been enough for me to be like, wow, I feel really good about that call. If anybody out there was listening, then the fumble recovery was also awesome. Cause I think that's only the third <laughs> non catching or rushing or passing touchdown of the season or something like that or fumble recovery thing. Um, but it was a bummer because it was AJ Brown, and I needed AJ Brown to get in the end zone for my. I had like <laughs> a nice Fandle. pricey head-to-head that was so worth way more than the million. The Jakeem Grant call ultimate was for
1: me this week. It was the ultimate of I had certain Fanduel like I have a Fanduel lineup that's winning fifty dollars that I paid like five dollars to entry That I was like, oh, I'm like in six, pl- you know, here. But then I'm rooting against myself in my high stakes league, and then I'm rooting. You know, it's the ultimate right now i had so many players that like there was no way for me to win every way and it was becoming very very difficult to know who to root for i i shouldn't have but of all myself. your
0: seasonal stuff like are you pretty I'm gonna,
1: much i'm gonna make it to the playoffs in the every series way. xm um in all but maybe two leagues i should make it to the playoffs assuming we get in a gridiron which i think we will even oh no if we lose that's happening this week that's so happening. I think we're fine there. Um, so, yeah, Gridiron, series XM host League, I'm going to make it in. Um, I'm going to make it in, and uh, hopefully I'll get through this Scott Fishbowl round. This is the one I really want to win. Um, well, I had a lot yeah. of
0: stress today. I knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, so that that high-stakes one, I just think I'm done. I had, uh, I had Connor, who just hasn't played. Dalvin Cook was fine today, wasn't, like, big. Chark was, you know, bad. Uh, Galladay hasn't played all year. And I, I've been riding Herbert all year has been keeping me alive. So I think my luck's going to run out, but the league with the football player, okay. The one that I did the Mm C-Mac trade in that Mm -hmm. I like really this week, I could still, it doesn't look great for me, but I, I kind of crunched the numbers. It does look like I still might get in even with a loss. Really? Because my points overall are so good. I'm second. There is one guy who, if he ends up winning, it's going to be – uh, it's actually – if I lose, it's going to be down – it's going to turn into another head-to-head with me and this guy's points. And I think I'm up by like five. So I still got a long way to go. The thing that killed me today was that garbage Chris Carson touchdown in the fourth <sighs> quarter on that like wheel route. I that needed killed that me. so
1: badly because I needed points from Russ because he was stinking oh, it up me. and he's still stinking it up. And I needed the Chris Carson points and Scott Fishpole, So that was like the perfect way because I didn't want it to go to somebody else's DK Metcalf. So he, that was yeah. perfect for me.
0: That killed me. Uh, although I, and I, what he also has Metcalf, the guy I'm playing. So that was okay. Like I said, he has Dalvin cook. Wasn't like in the, I mean, Dalvin cook had a very solid, really good. Miles Gaskin was pretty annoying. I found Miles Gaskin was scaring me most of the day. Like he was just in all these situations. He didn't actually score, but he was in several situations he where he could have yeah. put up even bigger numbers. And I really did well with the, he had Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams outscored Aaron Rodgers, which really, really yeah. helped.
1: Devontae Adams. I can't even argue anymore. I mean, even if, even if Deontay Johnson comes in with the two touchdown game, I like Devontae Adams is just so good.
0: And you got 14 points out of Gaskin today, which would have set you up for the playoff run. Well, you would have, um, not that you would have started him, but Gaskin yeah. right now. I mean, when is the last time Zeke Kelly, put up 14, 15 points I in think the two fantasy weeks game. ago. And then the last time before that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's been <laughs> four or five weeks. Um, yeah. And it doesn't look good for Zeke <clears> this <throat> week, but I need him to be good this week.
0: Well, I could still actually win this game though. There's still a path because uh, I did get good performances from Gauman. I had a big decision that you helped me with where it was Cam Akers, Darrell Henderson, or um, Adrian Peterson. Yes. And I was I benched Adrian Peterson, but he turned back the clock. He actually scored more than Akers, but Akers was right there. Yeah, I wish Akers would have had that touchdown run that Henderson had. Uh, Cam Akers, by the way, had about six carries from inside the two yard line, and did not get in.
1: Yeah, I was I'm not kidding. That it was four un- in a row, frustrating.
0: And then two on the next series. So yeah. that was. But other than that, he ran uh, pretty explosively. So my path to victory, the thing that I did that, uh, if I lose, whatever, I had a choice between Christian Kirk mm-hmm. and. My, this is my gut feeling, My Rex Bur- this is Rex Burkhead Volume 2 for me. And Martin, if you're listening, I don't know, you might want to think about Sammy Watkins. I, I actually, the game's going on right now. I have a feeling Sammy Watkins is going to go off. So I started Sammy Watkins because I have Patrick Mahomes, and I knew I needed a home run hitter. And Christian Kirk could be that. But I just wasn't feeling, everyone I asked all told me play Christian Kirk. I'm on Sammy Watkins tonight, although, and I'm seeing the game's underway. Not a whole lot's happening yet, but uh, there is a path with Mahomes, Watkins, and Reed. I'm down by 28, and I have those three to go. He still has Ebron to go. So, and Wait, and uh, but you Kirk, didn't lose so. earn
1: anything by sitting Kirk. I mean, literally. I didn't lose nothing. anything. No, he had yeah. he had a
0: half a point. So yeah. I can't really do any worse. I gotta say, right. like, if it's a hand of poker, I certainly got max value from my cards. Even if Watkins totally. gets shut out, I only lost a half a point on the tra- on the deal. So but it's rough. This was a big play. Uh, and I also had to go no Mike Davis and Robbie Anderson this week. So I could still steal it. And I hate to say it, Jen, in Gotham Gridiron, I'm kind of cruising.
1: Yeah, I looked. You are cruising. I am
0: not. I, don't, I, I think I'm there's a path for... for this guy to beat me still. He has Deontay Johnson, Zach Moss, and Ayuk. And I have Zeke, Diggs, Kelsey, and a 13-point lead.
1: Yeah, I think you should be fine. Who are you playing?
0: Uh Patrick. Oh, first place T. Oh, but if I win this, I'm in first place. I didn't even realize that. If I oh, win this week, I am right. I will finish with the most points and in first place in my first auction league ever. That's right. Didn't even you notice will. that.
1: You will. Well, you have um, more points than him by a lot. He just has a better record.
0: Right. So if I win, right. I um although no wait, cuz if you win, I mean, you'll if be I
1: win and I put up more points than you which is oh that's right we'll be battling all right jerry let's take a quick break and talk about fanduel Waver wired is proud to be presented by fanduel Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great! FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free daily fantasy contests this NFL season with no deposit required. And this year, FanDuel is now offering daily snake drafts. Snake drafts are the simplest way to try daily fantasy. Draft live just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. The best of seasonal drafting and DFS all in one. Here's how it works. You find a daily snake draft and then you draft your team live. Drafts start as soon as the contest fills. You and your opponents will draft six players in a six round draft with 30 seconds per pick. Unlike other fan duel contests, there is no salary cap. Jerry, why are you excited for daily snake drafts?
0: It's, it's that last word in that sentence, Jen. It's drafts love drafting can't stop drafting sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes plus for those who want to deposit FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match make sure to use the promo code Wired so they know we sent you FanDuel more ways to win Uh, FanDuel wise, <laughs> how did your FanDuel waiver oh, wire contest was, fare? was
1: not good, obviously, because I did use my Mitch Trubisky call, as I said I would. I promised I would. Um, so my waiver wire contest was not good. However, um, the contest where I started um, Ryan Tannehill and, and Kirk Cousins, both of those contests went really well. So.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, my con. I'm. Uh, I'm sitting in like 150 play. Derrick Henry really was the thing that killed me. I had Jefferson going. I, I, my, my cousin's Jefferson-Thielen play
1: mm-hmm.
0: was pretty good. Uh, I totally rode your coat. Every Texan this year, I've rode your coattails on. Kute, uh, Kiki Kute, 18 points was all over him. Eifert not a, was, was my, my pick of the week, uh, uh, kind of like my deep cut of the week. Uh-huh. Seven and a half points wasn't awesome. And then I got a busted ass rugs touchdown at the very end that's but, nice uh,
1: i had him in my dynasty league which i was really happy with but i sat him unfortunately for darius slayton in another league just on a win. Slayton like hasn't done played. anything in a while he hasn't huh? i was just feeling like maybe he might have a game i was like yeah oh, you have a game versus seattle because the secondary is so bad um and rugs is you know eh, you know who knows but anyway Derek Carr had to bounce back and thank God I had him paired up with Darren Waller in my high stakes league so uh, I think that's gonna I think that's gonna solidify it.
0: All right, let's bounce around the league. Let's start with I think let's start with Atlanta, okay? Okay. Um, okay. Matt Ryan, how and it, we could talk NFL wise and then fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. How at this very point in time do we feel? about Matt Ryan and should everybody like we we kind of did the don't give up on them four or five weeks ago they're playing a lot better they should have won today fantasy wise 273 for a touchdown no picks just no explosion but the Saints defense is is great so are you off of Matt Ryan yet No. no
1: I'm not off Matt Ryan yet. That offense is just—you've got a receiver. You got Calvin Ridley. You got two receivers basically going for 100 yards, and Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. You got Russell Gage in there, still putting up—you know—a good show. They don't really run the ball. When they use Todd Gurley or the running backs, it's just to punch it into the end zone. It's an aerial offense. They throw for a lot of yards. It's kind of just been bad luck. I mean, Matt Ryan still threw for 273 yards. It just, you know, one touchdown doesn't look very exciting. Um, but I, I can't give up on Matt Ryan because I, I feel like it just doesn't make sense when you put the ball in the air that much.
0: Should the Falcons give up on him? No. Because now oh. I, I got to start thinking at this point, Ridley and Jones are, I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. carrying Ryan at this point.
1: I don't think so, but I, what I think is that Matt Ryan deserves to go somewhere else. I think he deserves somewhere to go else. Where? somewhere else. Where's where he going to go? He can win a Super Bowl. San Francisco.
0: Uh, no, see, okay. I understand what you're saying because I, you, San Francisco is well-coached, although Raheem, like, the coaching has been a lot better it on the Falcons better. since, since they made the change. So, And the Niners, when healthy, are an overall better team. I get it. But when you think about Matt Ryan, I, I know Matt Ryan's better than Jimmy G. I give you that. Mm-hmm. It's not, but there's so, there's such different quarterbacks. I, I, I don't know. You're taking away Calvin and Julio from Matt Ryan. And you're saying you think he has a better chance at like getting I, to a Super Bowl and winning one with receivers that are arguably not, not as good.
1: Well, I think he ha- will have, I think he could have plenty of talent in San Francisco with Brandon Iook and Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel's a freaking star. Sorry, he's a star. Yeah,
0: and they are more of a running team. He would probably have to... He wouldn't have to do as much. He wouldn't have to do as much. There's a little
1: more confusing. You know, there's a smarter plan. I just think he'd be more likely to get to a Super Bowl that way, and his career is probably winding down. He's still got some juice in the tank, though. It's not like he's done. I think a change of scenery might be really good for him. I think when they lost that Super Bowl, like, basically, there's been a cloud over them since then, and I feel like he may not be able to get out from under that cloud. Um, So... I I got a trade for you give up on him, but maybe he should give up on them.
0: I got a trade for you. Okay. Okay. All right. You are whoever the GM is of the Houston Texans. Okay. And I'm offering you as many first round draft picks as one team could offer Mm -hmm. for Deshaun Watson to come to Atlanta. Like if I could give you eight first round draft picks in a row, which is not legal. I think I will give you eight draft picks. For Deshaun Watson, because I only got so much time left with Julio Jones at this point, and I got—I I know we try to bring people to Houston all the time. Now I'm trying to take Deshaun no. out. No, no. Oh, uh, no.
1: I know. I know Deshaun you can't say no, but part of that team, man, that he makes plays. Watching him today, he makes plays, and he has no receivers. He even lost Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks left being evaluated for concussion. He had no receivers, and he still made that game competitive. Like. I don't know how he does it. The guy is unbelievable. He's thrown like five interceptions to twenty-four touchdowns. Like he's just ridiculously good playmaker, and he's completely overlooked in Houston. However, that's exactly what Houston just paid him, and I think they. Have- no, I know,
0: I know, and they did the right thing. But I want to see Julio in the playoffs I know, again. I do too. Because I think you. the bigger the game, I, I think the you. bigger the stage is. I think the bigger the performance from him. But those guys are awesome. You. Tough to really fully gauge anything with the Saints right now. Taysom Hill actually looked good throwing the ball, which was nice. And I, I saw he was, a lot of FanDuel starts and a lot of seasonal starts. Taysom Hill is almost must start at this point because of the run. I mean, he kind of had a monster day touchdown. when you look at it.
1: If he's gonna rush touchdowns in every single game, then he's gonna be But he didn't for. have
0: one this week. He didn't he have didn't. he had two throwing.
1: But that's eighty three on the ground. You know what I'm saying? That's why people mentally start him. because you think, oh well, if he can't get it passing in, then at least he'll run it in. Like you know, you have that floor, if you will, that security. Who are they
0: better get. with, Jen? Who are they better with, Breeze or, or Hill? They're better
1: with Breeze. They're
0: okay, with Breeze. I I still agree, and I was worried about what we were all worried about. What Taysom Hill does to Kamara. Clearly, I I thought he was going to be good for Michael Thomas, uh, but Kamara had a really really good game. Finally, today. he, he got back in the game. Back, I'm so but, glad.
1: Uh, I'm so glad. I think someone talked to mail and was like, "Look, dude. You better, you better play with Alvin. You guys need to play nicely."
0: Yeah, it was it was good to watch. I just I think um I don't know, it's certainly starting to feel like this this is the last hurrah for Breeze, you know? Like mm-hmm. they're they're, Doesn't he they're already locked up for the Does have a signed contract
1: with NBC next year?
0: Oh, yeah. Th- I don't even know, but um
1: I mean, of course he can always push that off and reset anyway, start- but
0: they're starting to look dangerous, I will say. Uh now that they have that other threat and then so to go Saints back to Breeze.
1: Saints or Bucks, Jerry. You're picking right now, Saints or Bucks?
0: Saints. Me too. Because of the defense. And the defense is good and well, a tiny bit more disciplined
1: too. The Bucks defense is good too. It for me it's because they're
0: they're inconsistent, uh,
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Very inconsistent. Right. Like they 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 put up two good performances and then they go get blown right. out. Right. Um all right, we'll go to the Chicago because this you were trying to talk all sorts of people into Chicago Bears players, and you were right about
1: David a few Montgomery. of
0: these. I was big on the Bears defense this week. I, I I just felt that the the Lions were packing it in and no Galladay. They have not proven they could do anything without Galladay. And uh I was wrong. The Bears defense is kind of what might be the reason why I lose. They put up minus two and I let go of the Colts defense, Ooh. who had like eight or nine points to kind of go free agent hopping with the Bears. So that was a bad move.
1: Things happen. it's okay. But yeah, this game was uh, David Montgomery. So David Montgomery, you guys have had him, and you know I'm not a big David Montgomery fan, but this is what you were waiting for. You were waiting for this part of the season where he basically gets to run free because Green Bay last week, his first 100-yard game, here he put up another one right between the – from scrimmage. I don't think it's a 100-yard game. On the ground. But yeah, total yards, two touchdowns. Even Coderell Patterson got a touchdown because that's how bad the run defense is for the Lions. So anytime someone's facing the Lions, you start the running backs, even if the running backs aren't the top running backs. But Mitch, like even still, he still threw 267 yards. You know, it wasn't a terrible game, but it was not exciting. It's not gonna win you your league. But sadly, better than Justin Hurts which broke
0: my heart. We'll we'll get to that game. I I am not stunned by that at all. That is not stunning to me. But, yeah, I even tried to talk. uh, So I had my Sunday morning call with my buddy Max, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, going over the Kirk thing, too. And then he had a situation where I think he had to choose between Trubisky and Rivers. Mm. And I gave him your Trubisky pitch. I said, hey, Piacenti. You know who knows what she's talking about. She's on. She's on Mitch, and he's like, you know what, Jerry, that might be right, but I just can't Let's do
1: it. I, yeah. Even
0: if it is, I'd rather be wrong with Rivers well, than right with Trubisky. Well, and
1: here's the thing, and this to me is what's different between seasonal and Fanduel. I did not start Mr. Trubisky in a single seasonal, and right. I wouldn't. It's not trustworthy. It's not trustworthy. But when I'm playing. A game, like a lotto ticket, like like FanDuel, for me, that's, that's fun. That's about actually getting someone that's a little further out, but you think you see the underlying things there. I would not start Mitch Trubisky over Derek Carr, for instance, you know, in a season. Rivers, three.
0: what if that was your seasonal? I, have,
1: I would have started Rivers in my seasonal yeah. too. Uh,
0: and, you know, Detroit is impossible to figure out Every time I think that they officially stink, they put up a game like they do today. Every every time I think, oh, maybe Stafford's now like a viable fan to play, like doesn't even crack double digits. I really screwed up. I was all over the Adrian Peter. I have all sorts of updates. I was monitoring the Swift situation (laughs) all weekend. Once I saw I was playing, I scooped up Adrian Peterson like with the quickness. And I just didn't have the guts to pull the trigger. And he had a very, very nice day if you're starting him at flex. Or even as your number two running back, just bonus points that you don't expect to get. Marvin Jones Jr. quietly having a great season. He's so good. He's one of the more underrated receivers in all of fantasy. And obviously his value is a lot less without Galladay. I get it. But even when Galladay's there, he's still really good. And he had a monster game today. Eight catches for 116 and a touchdown. Uh, I, I I was not on Cep- Cephas, Cephas. Quintus Cephas. Cephas. Yeah. I was yeah. not on him. Can't say I was. And uh, yeah, just one of those fire the coach. Team reacts like they got hit by a bolt of lightning yep. and are re-energized. So yep. props to you. You destroyed my trendy defense that I thought I had. So uh, now we talked a lot about the Browns again. What the hell happened to the Tennessee Titans? That score looks a lot better. And the garbage points that Tannehill got look a lot better. Derrick Henry somehow still squeaked out 60 yards, but what the hell was that?
1: Well, I will say, um, and a lot of people were paying up in FanDuel and things for Derrick Henry. And yes, Derrick Henry's really, really good. And I love Derrick Henry, and he can run on anyone. However, Browns have a really good run defense. I don't know why people can't see this. I think it's because they look at the air numbers and, you know, right. how they are, but their run defense, it's, and it's the same with the Giants. The Giants have like a top five run defense. Jets have a really good run defense. Everyone who went out and went crazy for Devontae Booker. I mean, it was a good start, but it's not a great start, you know? Right. You have to look at these things. You can't just, you have to break it down. Um, so, yeah, they did a great, they decided they were going <laughs> to stop Derrick Henry.
0: Um, I hope all of our producers right now are listening because uh, we may want to clip this video. I'm going to make sure my hair is good because I feel like this video is going to be on Twitter. Uh, do you have something to say, Jen, no. involving this game? No. Is there someone you would like to speak to? Mm-mm. Someone you would like to maybe look look in the eyes across Zoom Mm-mm. and apologize to? It's not me. No. There's nothing you have to say.
1: No, I don't have to apologize to a quarterback that decides to have two good games in a season versus really poor pass defenses.
0: Um. Okay. Would you Would you say the Titans are a poor
1: pass defense, or are they like
0: they're like average? Aren't they middle of the pack? Like sixteen? I would
1: say they are bad.
0: I think they're right in the middle, but still, I mean. Four touchdowns, 334.
1: Tennessee has given up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. This this should have happened.
0: He was dealing. Baker was dealing. Was Baker good. was Baker throwing a, lasers. Baker had a
1: good day today. He, to
0: had day. he had you a great day. You can't even bring day. yourself to say he had a great day. He did. He, Baker he, had, he had a won great people. day
1: today. And you know what? He should, he's due. It's time for him to have a good day today. The only thing that made me angry is Baker. I needed more chub points. I kind of needed you to like step <laughs> on the brakes a little bit there, man.
0: Like, so you're saying he was too good. He was too no, good. This now. is what I'm saying. Wow, I'm saying. Wow.
1: I'm saying that. That's why football Baker is heard weird. My love letters and realized that he had to step it up so that I wouldn't make comments. Like the only thing that Baker can start as a lawnmower you know things like that like we need we need baker to to be better and uh he was better he was better he was and it was awesome. a good matchup.
0: he was, he was awesome and landry yeah. killed me i played two teams yeah. that had landry and landry now is an official fantasy starter at this point weather permitted well no well,
1: well see I see and that's the tricky thing about baker now going forward is is It's going to be tricky for him still when he's in bad weather, just because that's the situation where they play in Cleveland. So I think expectations had to be managed that they still are going to want to do the run game. But it was nice to see. And what was nice to see also from Baker is that he didn't just go to one guy like he went to all the guys. All the guys got love from Baker. So that was nice to see. And none of those guys were even OBJ. And yeah, he. I think he probably had a career game. This had to be the best game of he his He
0: hit nine different receivers. I almost said 10 when I counted, but then I realized one of the receivers was him because he caught a nice over-the-shoulder pass for six yards. So he hit nine different receivers. I've been waiting <gasps> for the Higgins game. I've started Higgins every week in FanDuel waiting for this. This was the one week I finally said I'm not doing it. But also, I think you really just got to look for... I even said it last week against Jacksonville, although Baker didn't have like a great game. He had a good game. Warm weather. Got to give him a good look, depending on the defense.
1: Because okay, he has Baker, tons of weapons. Baker, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I picked on you and said you weren't a good quarterback. I, I think you should do more things like you did today. so that Like
0: over-the-shoulder catches like over on the, the shoulder sideline?
1: Catches. We know you're capable of it, and when you don't get in your own way... You might have enough talent to be the true franchise quarterback that they drafted you to be.
0: Little, I'm a well. My season is over, probably with this player. Uh, It's officially kind of worry time for Kareem Hunt. I I, Kareem Hunt's been keeping me alive throughout the whole Nick Chubb era. Like they just don't need it. Well, because they they Chubb is so clearly the lead back as he should be, and Hunt is still a threat and he gets red zone and third down. But they just don't even need that kind of.
1: The problem Action is from they're him. not playing from behind enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Right. Oh, gosh. Um. All right. We're going to go to Miami, another nice warm place. I got to say, uh, this was a tough game in general to watch, <sighs> so we won't spend much time of it. But I do have a question for you. and yeah. Probably giving it away. Uh, We know Kelsey is, pro- is the best tight end. Waller is officially breathing down Kelsey's neck at this point. Yeah. Who's third best tight end in fantasy? Not even saying, like, like who is stats wise, Just in your opinion, what your eyes are telling you going forward from this point right now, where we are, who's the third best tight end?
1: I think it's TJ Hawkinson.
0: I disagree. Okay. I think it is Kasicki. I Did you Kasicki. see the I catches? Love my first of all Tua was putting it everywhere but in the numbers for him and he was catching everything I'm that was thrown to him just
1: so freaking happy that Tua is finally using Gasicki because it was making me really angry when I heard Tua was starting I was really PO'd because I have Gasicki lots of places because I've been hanging on to the idea that I think the talent you know how like when you hold on to the talent because you're like I know this guy is so good I don't know whether he's yep. so good they ha- eventually they have to with Fitz he used Gasicki, and we saw it because get back in action last week with Fitz as well as Parker I was so PO'd when two was started, says, like, great. Now you just ruined my Gasicki play and my Parker play. But he didn't ruin my Gasicki play, so I'm sorry to, uh
0: Yeah, he, he, he was all over the map throwing to him, and he just still pulled it in. Nine for 88 in the touchdown, and that's still not even the best tight end performance by a mile of the day, but I think... And John and is certainly up there, but Janu has hurt a lot. So that's why I'm, I'm saying going from right now... John, who's kind of been in and out when he does play, he has monster games, but I think you have to next going into next season. I think when you're drafting tight ends, I think that might be the third. Obviously, if you know certain other players like Ertz and people are healthy, I think Gusecki might be like the third tight end off the board in drafts next year. Hot Um. take.
1: That is a bit of a hot take. You know, he was going pretty high this year and they disappointed for so long. So I think it'll be what people remember because what we could end up with, with is kind of the Tyler Higbee experience. Remember the end of last year when Tyler Higbee was just like off the... And beginning of this amazing. year, he
0: was great. Yeah, yeah, and
1: he had a good game again today. Um, but I, I wonder what's going to happen with Gasicki. And I, I think the thing that people need to see is he and Tua connecting and their chemistry if they're going to move forward forward with Tua, which it seems they are.
0: Uh, only real thing to talk about in this game that had real fantasy effect, uh, that cheap shot on Jakeem Grant, and then Brian Flores actually looked like he came out wanting to fight somebody, and then the whole Tyler Boyd thing, he, he only had one catch, but he broke it for a big one. It didn't look like that was enough to toss people. Boy, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that fight a couple of times. I didn't think that was enough to necessarily toss people out, but... I don't know. They did it, and there's really not much else to talk about. Vikings, Jazz. Can we officially oh, say man. the Jaguars are gotta be? Jaguars are officially top ten team in fantasy. Meaning you want to be involved with their game. They it's- score. <laughs> they're frisky. They can't win. Yeah, and they're always in sh- weird, s- sloppy shootouts, and somehow are in every game.
1: Yeah. I, that's what I meant when I earlier, when I said I could, I looked at it and I was like, wait, I have three Jaguars. This can't be wise. You can't be wise to start three Jags in a team where you are in comp, you know, competition for first place. Like don't start three Jaguars. It's dumb, but maybe I should have, I mean, Chenault, Robinson, you know, Keelan Cole gets in there. Tyler, i certainly someone you can play now. Now I would stop short of starting their quarterbacks. That's what's so crazy about it. Right. You're not going to, are we getting Minshew
0: again? Are we done? with I Minshew?
1: I don't know. Glennon did a certainly a very admirable job today of managing this game.
0: Eh, two touchdowns um, and a safety, though. That's not yeah, great at the quarterback yeah, position.
1: But I mean,
0: eh, N- nobody's look, great. He's good enough. I, I got to say, especially in FanDuel, you want to be involved in these Jaguar games because their offense is good enough and their defense is. I mean, although they did have a nice pick six today. uh, defense lets everyone score. Cousins is easily the most untrustworthy fantasy quarterback at this point because his matchup was great. We raved about him last week. And now you look at his numbers. His numbers are, he did it. But, man, is it a lot of anxiety getting there. See, it's but- just not smooth sailing. It's but just I not. I
1: feel like you're not really expecting greatness out of Cousins. Every time you do, you're kind of a little nervous. You're like, he can do it because you know he has the awesome receivers, but you also know they have Dalvin Cook. So every time, like, I, this is the first time I've started Cousins all year. I did win on that lineup, thank goodness, but I'm not sure I'm going to go back to it. The, yeah. The, <sighs> it's so much
0: of a struggle. He did it. He had a great game. 305, three touchdowns and a pick. I mean, that's a pretty solid game, but it, it, it ha- he needed overtime to do it and like a shootout in the fourth quarter that the game should have never been that close up until like midway through the third quarter he was having a real shit game I texted you I'm like I think he's officially the most untrustworthy quarterback <laughs> in fantasy even when he's like the start he disappointed and then he, he did turn it around it um, yeah hot take ready okay we know we're sad about what happened to Burrow obviously yeah uh, Tua is showing great signs, but long way to yeah, go. Long way to go. Herbert got Bella checked, like most rookies get Bella checked. Are we closer in the rookie of the year conversation now? Justin Jefferson is a fucking monster. Are uh, we, is it whoa, a little whoa, whoa, closer whoa, 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 now? I
1: forgot about my other boy. Who? Justin Jefferson and the other boy in this game who should be considered rookie of the year.
0: Yes, I get it. James Robinson. James Robinson. I, I, I think my those eyes. two.
1: It's those two to me. They are, and, and Justin Herbert still has a chance to redeem himself. Um, But those two are, if you have them, you are so free. James Robinson is the most solid performer steel of,
0: the, steel of the year. of the year.
1: You know he's good every week. He's good every week. And why is he still so inexpensive on FanDuel?
0: Right, I agree. He he, and he's he's the type of player that's gonna swing leagues. And I think think Jefferson is to a degree.
1: I think that James Robinson is going to set rookie records for running backs this year.
0: So now if you, you, your rookie of the year is James Robinson, if you had to choose right now,
1: if I had to choose right now, it would be James Robinson because of his whole background, where he came from and what he's done. Um, If I'm choosing today with Justin Jefferson and Justin Herbert, very close second. I'll probably change my mind next week.
0: I have a slight lean to Justin Jefferson because of the record. Not that it's much, much better. Yeah. And I I get it. He's on a team with Dalvin cook. So it's a lot easier and and Thielen, Thielen. He's on a better team, but he is a big reason why the team has come back the way they've come back. They're six and six. Now they're right in the thick of it. And it's hard to say James Robinson is rookie of the year. His stats are there. The Jags are one and eleven.
1: Jefferson's I don't know. It's already rough. had a one. He's already over a thousand receiving yards. He's a, he's season. a beast. It's I rid- love him. All right, ridiculous.
0: All right. Well, it was nice. D- DJ Chark did pop in for like one catch. Really? I was worried about him. Yeah. We had to put out the uh, the APB Raiders Jets. Not a whole lot to talk about here. Carr started off horribly, and then it just became the <sighs> Carr Waller shell. It was just uh, it was. Beautiful to watch.
1: So good for me because I had them stacked up in my big money league and I have Waller and Scott Fishbowl, which is tight and premium. And I was just, it was like 54 points, Jerry. I got 54 points just from Darren Waller. Look, everyone was freaked out about Derek Carr. Now, this is kind of the game we expected from Derek Carr and Darren Waller last week, and we didn't get it. Everyone was freaked out about Derek Carr, but people were asking me, they were like, you know, would you start him again this week? I think he's terrible. He's, he's going to be the worst thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm starting him again. You don't have to, but I'm going to. And the reason why, I have a reason why he was bad last week that no one seemed to want to think about. Why? On Monday, and you can actually attest to this and let me know if this, if this could be reasonable. You're actually the perfect person to ask. Me? Yeah, you. Okay. So on Monday, the day after the game, his wife had a baby girl. And I thought to myself, that Sunday, he may have been a bit distracted. His wife's pregnant in the middle of a pandemic, going to the hospital. it's having a baby. It's like, it's possible that, you know, people have off days. It's possible he was going to have an off day. And I'm really going to hold that against him when he's going to be facing the Jets. Like, it hurt a little to put him in the lineup. It scared me. But I just said to myself, he's been good this season. The Raiders are a winning team. They want to win. I'm going when did it. she have the baby? Like M- day the before. Day the day after. G- the day after.
0: Okay. Uh, I do. When my son was born, I don't think I could have even made a long distance phone call, let alone quarterback right. right? a football right? game. Okay. And when my wife was in labor, that whole process, like, yeah, I, I you definitely, he definitely gets a pass for that. Like, a hundred percent. It's not even. Is that, although there is the Fred Van Vliet theory, which is. I don't know how much you follow basketball when the Raptors won the championship, but Fred VanVleet, who was really good. who was a good player at that point. His wife had a baby mm-hmm. and then he went on right, like right after the baby was born. To play the best basketball okay. of his career, so while this. not sleeping.
1: So get this. I said this to Howard Bender this morning. I said my theory about Derek Carr and the baby, and I said, "And I think he could be like Mike Trout this week and have dad power, like come back with dad power, dad power. He totally yeah. came back with dad power. I think that's what happened. Derek Carr, dad power, girl dad
0: done. What a hot. That's. Uh, I wish you would have told me that. I would have definitely threw a fan Fanduel lineup in just based off of that. So yeah, Waller was awesome. We got the total, it wasn't garbage time for the Raiders, but for fantasy players, the Rugs touchdown. Gotta love the Jets. Honestly, if you're if you're a Jets fan, I spoke about the Leonard Williams stuff. You gotta be happy. Why the hell do you want to win that game? Why? I get wow. it. You don't want to go 0-16. So maybe it would have been good to get that one win out of the way and then you still could have maybe got the, then you could have battled the Jaguars out. I'm convinced that if, say, the Jaguars... If the Jets would have won this game, say the Jets and the Jags would have finished 1-15, mm-hmm. they should play for the rights to the first overall pick, meaning the winner get That should be the true first, like, why, the winner of the, the game winner, not gets the, loser the first... Gets. No, because then they'll tank. Yeah, the no, winner right. of the game... Now, you can't get any player to give two flying shits about playing for the number (laughs) one pick. I get it, Uh, especially Sam Darnold, who's probably going to, why would he want to play for his replacement? Um, But yeah, I mean, I did have a sneaky little, I did read before the game, I I did put a FanDuel lineup in with Darnold and Crowder because there's no no Abrams, and uh, I'm forgetting the name of the other cornerback on the Raiders out. So I kind of looked at that. Defensive backfield, like, oh, that's a little soft. Crowders kind of do. Yeah. And um, that team I think won me like 12 bucks or nice. 10 bucks in the million. A up. little Crowder Darnold action. That's the last time you'll be seeing that lineup from me <laughs> forever and ever and ever. Let's see here. Yeah, let's go to my buddy Max's game. He was all over it. The Colts. I mean, T. Y. Hilton is back. Are we, are, are we starting T.Y. Hilton now? Must start. So
1: this morning on the live stream, I told everybody that I was, I was telling people to start T.Y. Hilton, but I understood if they didn't. But T.Y. Hilton historically has always owned Houston. I don't think you can count on this going forward. I think T.Y. Hilton is good. But I do think that specifically when T.Y. Hilton faces Houston, you always start T.Y. Hilton versus Houston. It may be ridiculous, but look at the history, and he always owns Houston
0: nothing ridiculous about it he had a great game and most of it came in the first half Pittman showed flashes it was very nice to see jonathan taylor back yes. to where we first fell in love yes. it was like you know that relationship where you were reminded of like the beginnings oh the, the way honeymoon it was phase to
1: be. this is the way it's supposed to be
0: do you think people had him on the bench though At this point. Um,
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people did, though. I think that a lot of people also didn't, certainly in DFS, because his price was so wonderful. And even though he was out last week with COVID, the week before that he did lead the backfield with carries. So I'm hoping people didn't when they saw the matchup, because this matchup versus Houston, I mean – Adrian Peterson had two touchdowns versus Houston last yeah. week. It's not that hard to run on Houston. In fact, it's quite easy. So um, I'm glad they let Taylor do it. They also let Hines in on, in on the action a little bit. Wilkins got some carries too, but it looks like Taylor's number one.
0: How do you, you say Kiki's last name? Kute? Kuti? Uh-huh. Sorry if I'm butchering it, but he's going to have some real value in the home stretch. And how many people are going to be picking up Chad Hansen?
1: Um, Probably a lot because, the, again, what if Cooks is Cooks. out again for a concussion? I mean, they have no one left.
0: Yeah, weird Deshaun game. He didn't throw for a touchdown, although he still looked good, and they could have won that game. Uh, but he didn't throw for a touchdown. Definitely missed Will Fuller for sure. Uh, we love you, Deshaun. We talk about you on the show all the time, so I guess we could uh, we could move on. Rams, Cardinals, you know... Mm-hmm. The Rams, we've spoken so many times about the most frustrating running back situation ever. Akers, though, got 21 carries, which was, this is what you paid for him in the auction league for that. That's what you thought you were going to get this year, right? I am just
1: hoping that I've been waiting and a lot of people were dropping him and I've been holding, holding, holding. And then I started telling people to pick him up a week or two ago because I'm hoping he could help me down the playoff stretch. Um, but that's all you're going to get, obviously. You didn't get the season from him, but maybe he can still help you on the playoff stretch.
0: Yeah, if he's still around, I I scooped him up uh, about a week and a half ago too because so many people have given up on him. So (laughs) if he's still around, you definitely got to scoop him up. It is frustrating. Henderson had just that big 38-yard run, if some of that would. And again, he had six goal line carries, and it's not all his fault. The line didn't necessarily get out there. He could have had an even bigger game. He was set up for an even bigger game. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, another four pass interferences drawn, only eight for 52 and a touchdown, which is like a boring game for Hopkins, but literally had four more, I think four more pass interference uh, penalties that he drew. Uh, Drake again finds the end zone, but Arizona is going the wrong direction.
1: They are, and it's unfortunate. Again, Kyler Murray, you know, the number one quarterback so far, but after this week, I think he's not anymore. Well, although I'm just, I just peeked in on this Kansas City game and maybe he still will be because it doesn't look like it's Patrick Mahomes day. You know, this is what I was saying and we've agreed on Jerry. It's frustrating with the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is either like really awesome or not. And it's not because Patrick Mahomes isn't really awesome, but as far as fantasy, it's frustrating because they don't have to win just one way. Um, So this game looks like it's tied 3-3 right now.
0: Yeah, not the game I was hoping for to try to steal that game in uh, that other league. I needed like a, I needed like a thirty-five point Mahomes performance, and I need, but I need one of those. I need a big play out of Watkins. So I don't think it's gonna happen. But uh, we don't have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you out. We don't have to talk about Giants Seahawks that much because we talked about them extensively. Uh just a few notes on the game. Gallman, who we spoke about, we love, does not have breakaway speed though, however. Right. Because he broke, he broke that run. And granted, Jamal Adams chased him down. He's a beast athletically. But if Gallman had a little more acceleration, he should. That was an easy touchdown he could have had, but he still had 16 for 135. (laughs) He got vultured by Morris. Yeah. But you know. That's going to happen. And one was receiving by Morris. So you can't, I have, I basically cut Freeman. I now have Morris in the Freeman spot as like a just in case, which I do think if you have been riding Gallman into the playoffs and if Alfred Morris is still there, you need to handcuff Gallman just in case and get Morris because I think Morris would do really well with this offensive line as well in the Gallman spot should something happen. Uh, Yeah, just Giants defense is no longer a secret. Still, Seahawks have a ton of; they have a million fantasy players to love and adore. And uh, God, that Carson touchdown killed me! It killed me. Good for me. Just didn't, just didn't need it. Didn't need it at all. We we spoke a lot to Eagles Packers, so we don't even have to get too much into the Eagle side, the Packers side. We had the Aaron Jones game. Aaron Jones fantasy players were finally like. That's what he was probably going to do most of this year if he didn't get banged up. Mm-hmm. And now how deep is Aaron Rodgers into the fantasy, conver- uh, the MVP conversation? Did he um, make his play? Is he in it? Is he number two? He's
1: got to be. He's got to be.
0: So Russ out.
1: I think he's out at this out, point. He stinks. Um,
0: Derrick Henry out after the stink bomb.
1: Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers – because Aaron Rodgers is doing it with just basically Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones occasionally, but he has no weapons, and he's doing it.
0: Yeah, shout-outs to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who got me negative <laughs> .60. Props to you. Thanks for that. Uh, and, um, you know, didn't have a good game by any stretch, did some things on specialties. But Jalen Rieger is going to be special. He is. Do you know, I started opening – I went back in a little bit on, on cards, football cards. Like, you know, the card market is insane. Obviously I'm new to it again. I was a big collector when I was a kid and, um, I had some Panini cards that a friend got me for my birthday. I'm trying to pull the Justin Herbert pink diamond or whatever is going for like 10 grand. Uh, but I'm trying to collect as many cards as I can on this rookie class and I did pull a Jalen Rieger, and I think he's going to, I do think he's going to be a really, really special player for a long time. I think he's, and he's that fast. scares me.
1: He's really, really fast. Um, it runs in his blood. His dad played in yep. the NFL. So he went to TCU, and I think part of the reason why he fell so late in the draft is because um, there was no quarterback at TCU. I mean, like, you know, people look at his numbers like, oh, these numbers aren't that great. Well, your numbers wouldn't be that great either if you are playing with TCU quarter, TCU's quarterback, and I'm allowed to say that because I'm a Horn frog. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think Jalen Rager is, is special. You know, everyone thought Philly was going to take Justin Jefferson. I think it worked out.
0: Well, but who knows for Raiders Jefferson. in Minnesota and if he's healthier, I, mean, I don't know that's if he, true. Who knows?
1: But I love but it. But it definitely worked
0: Jefferson. out for yeah. the it worked out for the Vikings as of mm-hmm. right now. I don't even know what to say about the Patriots charger game, other than what else did you expect? That's what Bill Belichick does. He's like 30 and five versus rookie quarterbacks. Literally, like 30 and
1: five. Yeah. Like this is what he does. Yeah. I didn't think he would shut him out completely though.
0: I didn't no. think he'd be a
1: zero. And I didn't think I, that he had the offense, or I guess it was mostly his defense. A bit at the points, but the New England even offense has been pretty, you know. Anemic. I mean, when you got
0: Gunnar uh, Al- <laughs> Alz Al-Zueski, I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> Gunner out there putting up touchdowns. We even had a 23 yard run from a uh, 23 yard catch from Sonny Michelle, made Grace us with an appearance. But uh, I also am a little upset, uh, Belage, who I thought was out. Yeah, and. He ended up getting only seven carries, three or four, but I dropped him. Oh. And I think I might actually just need to roster him again. They didn't even hand the ball off to Joshua Kelly at they're all. They're not going But that to. was just a disaster.
1: Joshua Kelly is not efficient at all as a runner, and I think they're going to be done. I think they have to be done with Joshua Kelly. That being said, that would involve a common-sense decision being made by Anthony Lynn. So maybe that's not the case.
0: Yeah, I like Anthony Lynn a lot. I really He's do. He's not doing uh, a good
1: job this season, unfortunately. It's just ro-
0: Okay. Don't you think, and everybody was pretty shocked that Eric Bienemy did not get a job, a head coaching job, but who knows? I don't know. Did he necessarily say he wanted a job and didn't get hired? I don't know. We don't uh, know. Did, like, he's got it so good. But is. if yeah. if Bien-Aimé was going to actively pursue a head coaching job and if the Chargers were going to move on from Anthony Lynn, would you not? Is that not the first phone call you make?
1: Oh, the guy who's running the Chiefs offense, definitely the first phone call you make. But you know who needs to make that phone call? Who? Houston for Deshaun Watson.
0: Okay, Uh, if you're if you're Mr. B which job are you taking?
1: I don't know. That's probably probably Justin Herbert's job because they're both really talented quarterbacks you have a lot more to work with right now. It, rebuilding in Houston is going to be such a problem because of how badly Bill O'Brien messed them up with their draft picks. It's just a much harder job. Um, so I would probably take the Chargers job, but that being said,
0: but it's Deshaun, and Sean he's already established as and yeah.
1: Houston and like the city. And there's just like a lot more to Cause like right now chargers are like, are they even going to stay in LA? Like, they're not that popular. You know, I know it's tough. Moving. It's a, listen.
0: That's a great problem to have, and I hope he has that problem. I hope he's choosing.
1: I hope he is too. From
0: which team he to deserves, coach because he, he deserves to is that good. But I I I don't know. I I do wonder. I would love to interview him because I really would want to know. Like, did you want a head coaching job and you just didn't get one for some dumb reason? Teams didn't hire you, or were you like, we're the champs? I know I'm the. O's. We're we're running it back. I want to run it back, and it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, my stock's only going to go higher, which is also a really great savvy move. I mean, we're going to get a ton of playoff looks if he does it again. I mean, that only doubles his value in my opinion. So, right. I would love to talk to the enemy. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I don't know, it's just a very great situation to I be I like en-
1: him too. Um,
0: I think that's it. Let's get a let's get a look in real quick. Uh 10 3 Broncos. Oh my oh, gosh. 10 Three. Drew Locke hit Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. for a five-yard touchdown.
1: Wow! Upset happening.
0: Sammy Watkins only one catch for four yards. Oh no! That's all right. You
1: got time. This is how you know what. See, but you don't get nervous. When it's only Chiefs six minutes left in the
0: second quarter. In the
1: second quarter, please. Patrick Mahomes can. He'll just decide to start playing in the fourth quarter, and you'll be fine. That's how it works.
0: I would like him to start playing now.
1: I understand. I would feel the same way.
0: All right, Jen. Uh, well, we will be back on Thursday. We'll have a lot clearer right. picture. We will help get you ready for your playoff runs. And if you're out of the playoffs, stick with us because then it's really time to lock into DFS. you are
1: going to lock into DFS, maybe do some player props. We're going to find lots of different ways to win, to keep playing. Because, guys, just because your season is over, if you didn't make it to the playoffs, doesn't mean that you have to quit playing. That's not fair. We're going to play all the way through the playoffs, all the way to the Super Bowl. We're going to find ways to keep playing and having fun. And, yeah. It'll be so nice to know where we're, if we're in the playoffs, where we're going. Uh, so we should know that Thursday.
0: All right. We will see you guys on Thursday. Good luck with the the rest of the games.